Hello and welcome back to the Simplicity Diaries with me, Kim John Payne. This week I've been uh, thinking about play dates and the how to avoid the drama that's often associated when you want to leave a play date and uh, your child is really um, bothered by it, even acting out, doesn't want to go home, won't get in the car and well, there you are. You know, you're at, you know, your friend's house um, and your child is not behaving well and it's awkward. It's very awkward. So what are some of the steps we can take when we're, um, we know we're going to go for a play date at, at someone's house with our kid. And uh, this is, you know, mainly for this... I guess this is mainly aimed at younger children, but it sure can be adapted for older ones as well. That that's for sure. One of the things that I've I've noticed over the years is that uh, that parents have said to me is that when they pre-plan a play date, it's a whole lot better. And there's there's kind of two aspects to this pre-planning. One is to be able to contact the parent of the place that you're visiting ahead of time and actually work out a time limit. Say, you know, we're going to be coming over from this time to this time. I mean, that's we often do that. That's that's pretty obvious. But here's the piece of advice that I picked up a number of years ago that sure helped me was to say, okay, so when the play date is over, you're going to, you the host and your your child are going to leave <laughs> that sounds funny right because they're they're actually at home so how can they leave well the, it is as simple as the mother or father of the child of the um the host parent and the child just simply say oh okay our our play date's over now and now we're going to go upstairs and we're going to get on with our tidy up or we're going to it's bath time now and we're going so in other words the the host parent and host child so to speak actually signal that they're moving on and that they're moving on to a different part of their day and that they're moving on to a part of their day that to be blunt you and your child are not invited to and I don't mean that to sound harsh it's just a little bit strategic and you work it out ahead of time and by the way you return the fever the favor I beg your pardon uh, you return the favor when uh, that parent comes over to your house so that the the host parent takes that initiative to close the play date You see, that's really different to you saying to your child, we've got to go now, and there's still fun things happening. And you say, no, 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 we've got to go now, and there's still fun things happening. You know, it's very, very hard to to drag your child away from that, because what what are you suggesting as an alternative? Sitting in the car right? So a child is doing like a a, a sort of a cost benefit analysis and saying, no, I don't want to go and sit in the car and be strapped in that, in that horror with that horrible seat belt and just have a boring ride home. This is much more fun. I want to stay. I mean, it's, it's very understandable, right? 
But if the parent, the host parent at the other end, and you agree that they'll move things on, and they, they say it's time to say goodbye now, and and you say, oh, that's right, yes, it's time for us to go home, and when we get home, yeah, we're, we're going to get on with our supper as well, or whatever it is, you know, that, that you feel best um, to say at the time. And then the host parent moves off. Well, then there's no more fun. There's no, there's no reason for a child to stay. And much of the meltdowns of the pushback, of the whinging, the whining, even if you do get your child into the car, um, you know, all the whining that happens on the way home, which gets the the rest of the day off to, you know, it, it, it sets it off on a bad course. All that's avoided if if you pre-plan and the parent, the host parent just simply says goodbye and takes their child off into a different room. And I really would um, recommend that the host parent does do that. If you're the host or they're the host, that you actually leave the room, you know, and off you go. And that you transition, you, you, you simply just transition into a new activity. The activity uh, is that, you know, if you're doing this, by the way, if you're the host and you're calling an end to the play date, then the activity that you're going to do is best if it's rhythmical. The child knows it's coming. It's just simply time to do that. And then as a host parent yourself you're much, much more unlikely to get any kind of pushback because it's just simply time when that happens. And so you can you can actually time your play dates and say, okay, we're going to have, we're going to play for 90 minutes, an hour and a half, two hours, one hour, whatever it is. And then we're going to get back into our supper routine. And your supper supper time rhythms are pretty much the same way every day. And then your child transitions because it's just, that's what we do. That's what the time is to do it. And they 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 much more likely to move off with you. If, um, if uh, you know, those rhythms, if it doesn't fall naturally into that, but, you know, I'd really recommend you, you try and do that. Then you can just simply say to your child, well, we're going to go upstairs now and see what we can find. It's time. And you might get a little bit of pushback from your own child, but it's worth doing because if you trade off um, this with other parents, playdate transitions don't become nearly so difficult, not nearly so difficult at all. Okay, it's, that's a very simple one, um, but the feedback from so many parents over the years is a little bit of pre-planning before a play date means you can draw a play date to a close and not face those dramas or even meltdowns. Okay, hope that's helpful. Bye-bye for now. Thank you.